the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State and all across America and the world, this is the Big and Wild Outdoors with your host, Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, and Bill George. Hour two, thank you so much for joining us this morning, Saturday morning live here in the studios. Braden Gunn, Bill George. Jonathan is out at the uh, auction today looking to get some great deals on some tractors, trucks, cars, coolers, motorcycles, uh, brush hogs, farm implements of all sorts and kind out there at the uh, HarrisAuctionsLLC.com. It's a big 300-acre uh, citrus farm that has now uh, gone under, so... They're selling off everything. If you'd like to be a part of it uh, around 1030, I would suggest you get online and get ready if you want to do some online uh, bidding kind of thing. And uh, you can do that uh, from the comfort of your own home, COVID-free. On the phones this morning, we got uh, Captain Mike Amex, who's uh, calling in from I have no idea where he is, but he sounds excited, so we're going (laughs) to talk to him. Where, Where are you calling from, Captain Mike? I'm calling from outside of Clearwater Beach. We're about uh, about a half a mile offshore, uh, getting lined up for the uh, the world record attempt at a uh, boat parade for our uh, our great President uh, Trump. Now wait a minute, how many boat? Because uh, I I did some research on this, and in Florida, uh, one guy they were trying to. Uh, I think the record is what uh, 1,080 vessels, and that was back on 2014. So uh, that is correct. Yeah. So you got you got a uh, you got some work to do there, Captain Mike. Yeah, I think that uh, they may have got it done. Uh, there's about 300 <laughs> vessels, or about 3,000 vessels that have been registered. What? So it uh, depends on who all shows up. Uh, the uh, official count's going to be at the uh, Gale Memorial Causeway. Uh, we're outside Clearwater Beach now, and uh, once it starts, it's going to go down the intercoastal, and they'll start ticking off boats and uh, and see what we've got. So we've got a there's a tremendous amount of boats. Uh, people are already out here. We're out here very early ourselves. Boats are decorated. People are happy. They're celebrating our president. <laughs> And uh, we've got dolphins all around the boat. It's just absolutely beautiful. That's awesome. Well, how many how many boats do you see now? Is it pre- getting pretty busy? Uh, it's eight o'clock, and we're already seeing. Uh, there's probably fifty boats out here. Well, I tell you, on my way coming into the studio this morning, uh, there was a lot of boats coming coming yeah. on I four. You know, two seventy five coming that way. That's cool. We when I picked up the crew at the uh, boat ramp at six thirty this morning, people were already at the ramp putting in, and it was actually a challenge to get up to the boat ramp just to load your crew <laughs> and get out of there. <laughs> well, so there's a lot of boats that have yet to even come out offshore um, outside the pass. Well, you got to remember, uh, I don't know if you were listening to the show, but the St. Pete Open is going on today, too. So you have a lot of uh, boats headed out for There's a for lot that. of activity out uh, here. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's the world's largest uh, spearfishing tournament that's going on. We, we were just talking with David Doble, and uh, there's, there's, I'm going to say there's probably about 200 boats in that right there alone. So not counting crew. Oh, absolutely. And, and so when you. Absolutely. I go to the weigh-in every single year. Well. And. Um, 
Well, you you may this have time. Year to, looks you, to be really good. You may have time to make it in there if you guys get in in time. Yeah, I think uh, if we get in in time, you're going to find me down at the St. Pete Open. Yeah, the fish that they're bringing in. That's awesome. But I, yeah, well, I turned around. I was talking to some people uh, in law enforcement the other day, and I was talking about concerns of going under bridges, and they were thinking about maybe they need to have a few people stationed around a few key bridges to make sure that y'all have some safe passage yeah, there's under. Some of the, there's some of the drawbridges that uh, I think the, the plan right now in the captain's meeting was uh, they're going to open the drawbridges for eight-minute intervals for boats to pass through uh, for those boats that require that the, the bridge be open. Um, and from what I'm understanding, the Coast Guard is going to lead uh, is going to lead the parade, and there'll be various law enforcement uh, along the route. Um, and hopefully, we can get this thing done. Have a very safe parade. Everybody have a great time, and uh, gives everybody an opportunity to celebrate the president in uh, you know a very positive manner. Yes. And now I hadn't seen a whole lot on you know the medium which I'd been watching. Um, and and Braden, he never had seen anything at all, hardly on it. So, you know, if you yeah, get that many people about that, yeah, I was kind of surprised about that. Um, I'll be real surprised to see, you know, what they have as far as media coverage. I know the Homosassa parade; they didn't, uh, unfortunately, they didn't have a whole lot of uh, media coverage up there. But down here, as large as this thing and as many boats as there are here. Um, I know that there's uh, six reporters on different boats and whatnot. So I'm just curious to see what we're really going to give the president as far as uh, media coverage here on this parade. Well, you and know, I think it's going to gain some attention. Well, if you really want to get attention uh, nationwide, just put about five guys on each boat with ARs on the well, front of the boat. And, uh, everyone, that'll get media attention yeah, real quick. Yeah, <laughs> and then every once in a while, you know, do like what they do at the Gasparilla, just fill them full of blanks and just, you know, start popping off some rounds i guarantee you it'll be nationwide coast to coast my my suggestion last was... night at uh conservative grounds the people that uh that put this on uh we were up there last night and they had reporters that were in as far as uh reporters came in from places like new zealand uh there was another one that was in from i believe germany uh so it's getting nationwide coverage i'll just be curious to see um what kind of coverage that we get in the local area yeah well, yeah that'd be well funny. for me i you know my recommendation was everybody get that rubber raft you tow behind the boat and you just put socialist on the back side <laughs> of it you know that's exactly right and if i could have found me a raft you know me i would have towed one right behind it <laughs> that's funny well, now it gets underway. At what what time do you guys officially start motoring through to uh, head over to the intercoastal? Uh, the boat parade officially starts at ten o'clock. Okay, and it will be single file down the intercoastal, going through the Clearwater Pass, headed south down the intercoastal. Mm -hmm. uh, and like I said, it's going to be a single file, idle speed. Everybody's going to maintain control. Um, should be a good, safe event. Now you're going to go. When do you? Where are you going to bail out at? Are you going all the way down past Johns Pass, or are you going to go all the way to Fort DeSoto? Actually, my understanding is it's going all the way down to the Skyway. 
Wow. So, yeah, you guys are going to be all over those poor guys trying to make way in. Out <laughs> <laughs> the Magnuson, they'll be like weaving I through. I mean, just you guys. hang out down there and do the way in down there. Sure. Yeah. Bring You know what? You want to get more press? Bring it. Bring all the boats around to the backside of the Magnuson and fill up that entire cove with boats and then go to the way in. That You know, 5,000 people. That, that would be the bomb. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, I'm sure that would be a good time. Well, you guys be out there. Be safe. Uh, I was going to ask you real quick, though. Do uh, personal watercraft count as boats or no? Uh, I believe they do. I do. I believe they do because they uh, they have a registered FL number. Right. And uh, as long as they're a registered FL number, I believe that is going to count as a boat. Well, that would be a very long cruise from Clearwater Pass all the way That's to the Skyway. That's a long cruise. Uh, I'm thinking fuel is definitely an issue on that one. I don't think they could ride that long without having to wake to jump. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Somebody's bailing. <laughs> Somebody's bailing out of the line real quick. Yeah. Absolutely. Somebody's going to bail out of the line and do something. Yeah. yeah. Or they'll tie off to somebody else and go, do you mind if we ride in your 27-foot uh, uh, fountain for a while? It's all good. You well, know? that'd be fine. I mean, there's... Here's our deal. If we can find somebody with a jet ski and we put socialists on the side of it, oh. pull them in the boat and yeah. leave the uh, leave the socialist uh, vessel empty, that would be good, too. Oh, yeah, I got you. Well, uh, good luck today on trying to beat that world record, man. That's going to be a tough one, but it's a beautiful morning. Uh, hopefully the showers will be pushing in towards the coast, which I think that they are, as they always do this time of year. So. Uh, you right. Got, you got this morning shooting. it looked a little questionable. There was some uh, some activity that was just off of the beach, but it's pretty much dissipated. Yeah. And uh, last time I looked at the weather, I think it's going to be north. So hopefully we can have a good safe event, keep the weather off of us. And uh, regardless, even if it does rain a little bit, when I look around and I see these supporters and how pumped up they are, there's nobody going to mind getting a little bit wet to do this. Hey, All you're, right. you're in a boat. Just expect to get wet. Well, Captain Mike AMX, thank you so much for calling, man. We hope you, hope you have a successful day today. Be safe out there on the water, okay? Thank you very much, gentlemen, and have a wonderful day. You too, sir. If you want to go check it out, I guess you can line up anywhere you want to along the uh, intercoastal a little bit later on. I would say starting in around 11 or 12. It's going to take a while for them to get to from Clearwater Pass to the Skyway, so you got plenty of time to see it. That would be a pretty awesome sight from a helicopter. All right, we're taking a break. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors, brought to you by our good friends over there, Brandon Ford. Go see our buddy over there today and go see Brooksy and get a nice truck or car. Fastly, we'll be right back. Perfect song. I want to run. I want to hide. Vince and uh, Megan showed up, so tells you why I'm feeling that way. Uh, welcome in to everybody. It's the Big and Wild Outdoors. It's uh, Braden, Bill, and Diego, and uh, have now been joined by uh, our Live in the Water Life counterparts, Vince Noble, and the newest co-host, Miss Megan Bales. Woo! Congratulations, <laughs> Megan Bales. Uh, so we are all shoved up here in the studio, broadcasting live here in the Beasley Empire, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about their adventures. 
going down. It was a bust, in my opinion, because all they did was catch snakes and iguanas. No one uh, caught a uh, skunk ape at all. Uh, I'm I'm very disappointed in that. We had Toby. I don't know. <laughs> I was about to say Braden wasn't down there. Well, so. when you bring it with you, it doesn't count. He's Shrek. Okay? He's not a skunk. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a skunk. Uh, so uh, they went down there and had their little adventure last weekend. If you missed the uh, podcast on Thursday, uh, which everybody did because no one listens to it, they had to come yeah. in here on a real show and actually uh, talk about it because. Um, I'm sorry. Busting all. <laughs> are you going down for the weigh-in later? Are you guys going to go live the water life down at the weigh-in at the St. Pete Open, or are you going to go mow the lawn? I might. Uh, that might. I don't know. I, I'm. I'm kind of. I'm kind of working. <laughs> I got things to do with our producer today, so well, I, I, you know, I got to step back a little bit. Today you know what? Do, do it takes work. a laptop and a little uh, inconvenient time. You could go see the Trump parade all the way down the intercoastal all day, and then you I could. I cannot be outside doing voiceover work at a Trump parade with everybody hooting and hollering in the background. Why could yeah, you? Because he's a man. He can't multitask. Uh, oh, 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 oh. that is true. <laughs> Well, we Ouch. weren't sure about it. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, well, oh, Bill. I, the I multitasking mean, part. Everybody, everybody that we know is down there, except for uh, David, who uh, is out uh, working on his deer blind. So uh, getting his property ready for him and the daughters to go out and uh, shoot some uh, Bambies out there. So uh, uh, Ish and the boys have got other crews, but Scott and Dean Earl and everybody uh, everybody we know is down there. I mean, I'll probably run down. It's not till like 5 or 6 o'clock anyways, right? Well, the weigh-ins, uh, you're going to have fish starting to come in, uh, depending on how long, uh, well, how early they got out there. It could be as early as 2. You remember right. we yeah, broadcast yeah. from there. so That was a long, fun day. <laughs> that was a lot of reef talking. I don't remember much of that broadcast, <laughs> but it was it was a fun time. I do remember All that. I remember is Mr. Doble, Dave, and uh, his brother Mike. Do you know the beer? Yep. No, these six <laughs> will do fine right now. So we don't need another case and a half. We're good. We're we're all good. Uh, but it's going to be a good time. Uh, should we let Diego talk on this? Uh, oh yeah, since, Diego uh, needs to be all over this since, one since too. he was the newbie and uh, he was the uh, Marlin, not the Marlin Perkins, but the other half of the uh, Mutual of Omaha <laughs> uh, Wild Kingdom adventure down to the Diego is awesome. Well, I, I tried to follow you on the videos. And all I kept seeing was Megan. Because <laughs> I didn't even use my phone half of the time. I just like I didn't see I you with awe. one. I saw you with one creature who I I'm uh, presuming was already dead the when lizard? you when you handled it. Uh, no. Yeah, the, no. yeah, the iguana. <laughs> no. What do you mean, uh, he, Megan? He everything was very much alive. Megan, I'm watching her get wrapped up around her neck with no. a with a python, and it was all because over. Because she's cray cray. That's why Vince was in the background the... with an iron board, pressing his <laughs> skirt. So. Is that what you're doing? <laughs> I don't think so. Trying no. to keep trying to keep your kicks from getting dirty. Head. No, come on now. <laughs> Really, Megan? Is this mud going to come <laughs> off of these kicks, man? Come on, these things are brand new. Diego, back your brother up or something, man. Help Vince me out. This was the one that took him out. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I didn't. I didn't see very many pictures of Diego, you know, running in there and doing the uh, full tackle dive on anything either. So what, what's <laughs> up with that? I was on camera. I didn't have time he was, to do that. Yeah, he was on camera. I did see you walk down to the edge of a lake looking at something that was not there anymore. Uh, that was a big gator for that lake. When you, that one that splashed on you? Oh, yeah. That was pretty big. We all know, wasn't it? Yeah. It splashed on but didn't get on camera somehow. No. Your cameraman didn't catch it on. Uh... Look, all we heard was, I see something, and Megan bails out of the truck, and Diego's like, oh, crap. 
he's trying to chase after her, and then there's a big old gator, and he hits her splash, takes off, and Jacob's like, how big of a gator? I don't know. I didn't see it. I'm going to take Megan's word for it because she's out there in it amongst it. How big of a gator was this huge monster oh, gator? I mean, it, it was a decent, probably nine foot. I mean, that's not it, a it huge. wasn't it wasn't it was huge, it, but it was he was completely out of the water, just sitting up on the bank. So it was cool. Easy yeah. shot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Should have taken the shot. <laughs> just run out there and thrown Dago on his back and let him go. Rodeo. I, turn I, I know we're, we're busting you about not going to the uh, St. Pete Open. Not being in the biggest parade ever. Really, Bill? World record parade. Can World you, record can you parade. Like but <laughs> it is also opening of alligator season. You you out there tonight? You going Nowhere? tonight? I don't know. Am I, Bill? I'm not, actually. <sighs> am I, Bill? Well, he's yeah, not. Am I? He's not. He's going <laughs> yeah. to a baby shower. Uh, believe it or not, opening night, this is, this is the honest truth. I am going to a baby shower. <laughs> <laughs> baby shower, alligator wow. hunting. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, what time did he was on? Really? I had no tags for tonight. And, uh, the person that he was supposed to go with tonight obviously uh, had the wrong tags. So well, they, it, <sighs> they, their hunt comes in next weekend. So, so next Saturday night, he'll be going out to do his thing. So, Megan, now that you're the newest member of Living the Water Life, uh, how was your uh, trial by fire? You've been down to the Everglades before. Oh, yeah, it was a blast. We had a great time. And this, I mean, I was pretty proud of Vince for, you know, handling that python. I I thought he would chicken out. I didn't think he was going to do I, it. I, hey, I thought I was going to chicken out, so <laughs> I did good. Now, how big of a python was this? Uh, about 15 inches. No, come <laughs> on. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It was a good, it was it was like a good seven, snake. Yeah, probably seven feet. Se- seven feet. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's a pretty good clunky boy right there. <laughs> Fifteen foot, uh, you know, fifteen yeah. inches. You could just kind of step on his tail, <laughs> just kind of grab him and yeah. pull him out. Yeah, of all I heard the whole time. Don't worry about it. They're pretty docile. They're not aggressive. Don't worry about it. We yanked this sucker out of the grass, and it, it had to be the most aggressive snake I've ever yeah, seen I'm in my sure life. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was the most pissed off one that we caught like really? all weekend. Must have been a female. It was hilarious. <laughs> she was on her way to somewhere, then you got in the way of it, so it's all good. Yeah, I mean, I was definitely doing the dance with the devil. Well, well now, what's the uh, what's the total count for the uh, snakes when you guys were down there in the evening? How many did you guys whip out of there? Seven. That's not bad. No, it's for not. one night. That was a good. Oh, yeah. no. that was two nights. Yeah, two nights. I mean, but seriously, you know, for a place that has no snakes, or the numbers are lower than we think. Uh, you know, to be able now, this is just road hunting, or is this out walking through the prairie? <laughs> <laughs> no, we were going down to uh, private levees. They they were riding in an air conditioned truck, eating bonbons, kind of. When the yeah. snake kinda. came into the headlights, you know what? Kinda. <laughs> this is like the tr- <laughs> this is like the twelfth time you've mentioned bonbons on the show, and I still don't know what they are. I'm gonna have to look it up. What Aren't the they heck? like a cookie or something? Bill? I don't know. I have no idea what bonbons like a are. Like cherry-filled cookie or something? I don't know. What are they, Bill George? Look them up. Oh, my gosh. You Bill, can't you just them. tell them? They're a little, they're a little candy. He doesn't even know what they are. Candy co- it's a little chocolate thing. Anyway, so uh, seven snakes and how many iguanas? That was during the next day? Three. Uh, Two. Two. Was it two? Yeah. Two? But now right. how did you catch them? No, By no, hand no, no, no. or oh, an no. air, uh, air rifle? Uh, nope. On a super fluke with a worm hook. Yep. <laughs> so wait, did they come to, <laughs> did they come to eat it or did they? Nope. Uh, <laughs> you just cast it over them, reel it right next to them, and then you just you set the Hail hook? Mary, set the hook. Really? Yeah. That's Why wouldn't you use a uh, 
like a little small treble hook or well, something. Well, we used uh, what we <laughs> had. Because that's what was in my truck. <laughs> so, we pull off the side of the road. I mean, we're we following were, Megan. We are supposed to go peacock bass fishing. Th- that was the intent, you know, the first off. We're driving down the street, and then, you know, Andretti over here <laughs> pulls off the side of the road. There's this levee, and she's like, wow, and she jumps out. Everybody bails out of the truck. We see the iguana on the other side of the bank, and I'm looking at her, and I'm like, how are we going to get this? Is that that big old boy that you got? I saw one that was a pretty big pretty big uh, iguana. Oh, yeah. There was two that yeah. were really big. I said, do you got your fishing pole? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's a great idea. So she's casting across the bank. Finally, we had to go to the other side of the bank to catch them mm-hmm. because we weren't getting far enough with the cast. So we finally we used got- a bait caster? Just a spinning yeah, rod. Light, yeah, light spinning rod. Yeah. It was beautiful. Yeah, yeah I'd seen the picture online. You would have yeah. thought we would have had a, like a- 48-inch redfish on. The lion starts screaming, da, 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 da. he's in the water. <laughs> That's actually a pretty cool idea to be able to go do it that way because, uh, you know, usually you can't get that close to them. They get kind of weird, you know. Right. So you either have to uh, pop them with a uh, pellet gun or something like that. But snatch hooking them, man. There you go, Bill George. Oh, yeah, we we talked. We, it's a very uh, common thing with some of the people I know. Well, yeah, but usually it's a larger lizard on the end of the line. <laughs> Iguana, South Florida? It's like the, I'm diverse. I'm cultured. Yeah, bonbon, whatever. <laughs> by the way, Can't a bonbon. By the way, a bonbon is a small chocolate confection, usually filled with liqueur or other sweet ingredients, sold and wrapped in colored foil. And you call me the diva. <laughs> So I had to look it up. All right. It is Big and Wild <laughs> Outdoors. We're brought to you by Brandon Ford. you want to get in on the conversation, go ahead and do it. 888-404-1010. It's 888-404-1010. Call us. We're here for you. Wild Outdoors, deep into hour number two. Thank you so much for uh, tuning in this morning. If you uh, missed the uh, first hour, never fear. Bill George is here. Somewhere, somehow, someway, it'll be up on there on the uh, podcast. And, uh, of course, we have a link to it from our uh, our page, bigandwild.com. You can go right to it and listen to uh, past shows. And once you get on there, iTunes, uh, iHeart, all that other stuff, anywhere you can find podcasts, you can uh, find it there eventually. And then uh, it'll all be uh, ready for you so that you can entertain we'll, yourself. We'll have to work. Diego still can't get a sign-on to the computer <laughs> to get the audio. You out. guys kept him out for so long he forgot his yeah. password. He can't get in there and do it, so he doesn't know what he's doing and uh He's uh, he's one of those guys that, uh, you know, they make him change his password a lot. Trust me, I know what you're going through because the FDLE and the uh, and FWC for logins, they make us change it every, like, 90 days. So uh, we always we always forget them. That password. is nuts. So you text it to yourself. That way you, you know what it is. Look at you thinking this early in the morning. Yeah, I've been up since so So shut up. <laughs> Uh, in the studio, uh, Bill George, uh, Vince Noble, and uh, Megan Bales. Of course, both of those two are from Living the Water Life, Living the Water Life TV on Carbon uh, TV, which is absolutely free. You can download the app and watch it on your phone or on your smart device or even through your Xbox, as I do. So it's all good. You can find it anywhere. 
Well, talking about Carbon TV, uh, Living the Water Life has a brand new announcement. We have now a spinoff show called Invasion Everglades. And now, so does this mean that you're going to jump out of airplanes via parachute into the Everglades like the beginning of Red Dawn? And uh, go in and, uh, you know, attack the uh, creatures of the... Yes. Everglades. Of course Megan will. No, Vince is going to do that. He's, uh, he's going to do that in his python loincloth. Oh, <laughs> nice. Now, uh, now this is the way I expect this show to go. Megan gets out there, does all the work, and when it's time to have the picture taken... Vince comes in and kind of narrates it. Let me hold do, that. Do what you got to do, man. <laughs> Let me hold that. Yeah. Now, Magic, Diego, Magic of TV right there. Is Diego Tire a part, it out. Is Diego a part of this insanity yeah, as well? Yeah, Diego's a part of that as well. Why did you sign up for this, man? Are you crazy? I'm trying to get down to the Everglades, man. You, you've snakes. been there. There's not much to see. Okay? It's grass. It's wet. <laughs> and uh, you can never stay dry. So it's, it's all good. Tons it, of bugs, too. Been there, done that. <laughs> Well, you know, uh, there's there's remedies for that. But so, is this going to be a crossover episode thing where you guys were down there filming this past weekend? Yes, sir. And we're going to keep living the water life is not going anywhere. It's staying there, but we are spinning it off into Invasion Everglades. Okay. So, and we're going to be going down south and going after all the invasive species. All the invasive species. Well, as many as we can get. Does it have to be in the Everglades now that you've no. uh, made the mistake and put it in in the title? No, we can go wherever. Why didn't you just say Invasion Florida or Invasion Sunshine State or something like that? So that way you could go anywhere and capture anything. We can I mean, Tegu's over here in Tegu's! Central. Tegu's! Get rid of them. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I agree. Just, I agree. You know, tough guy. Hold on to a docile little uh, iguana. Let's see you get a hold of one of them big old Tegu's or it'll snap off a finger. Well, that's what a knife goes in the back of his head before I pick oh, it up. Oh, 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 oh. Look how he talks. Look how he talks. <laughs> that would be the proper way to do it, I would I would assume, right? That's humane, right? Yes. Uh, FWC yes. has no problem with that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the good thing about that is that any of those things that you are mentioning about require no permits to remove, just permission from property owners. So exactly. It's all good. Unless so, you're on the, you know, preserve the what is it down there? The National Park? The then park you have to the, be a permitted yes. trapper and be with them and do that type of thing. You just We cannot have people go out there and actually remove invasive species without authorization. Well, no, you have to. I mean, th that area, you have to have that permission to do it. If yeah. you don't, then, yeah, you're going to get in trouble. So <laughs> here's what I'm thinking for episode number uh, 10. After you've been out in the Everglades a couple of times and you've... <sighs> got tired of catching snakes. I say you go after the monkeys. Go after the monkeys. Go up to the Silver Springs. Go up there. Get on some private property and start knocking them suckers out of the tree. That'd be kind of Ka fun, actually. Kapow, <laughs> kapow, <laughs> kapow. Start getting them out of there. That'll work. That's what I'm saying. That would be a good one. That would be the first time that's ever filmed in the entire state of Florida, I think, in the history of everything. Now, is you guys going out monkey hunting. In Florida. <laughs> and, the, and those monkeys are there as a result of the filming of Tarzan, and they got... We were, they were turned they were, loose. They were turned there. loose after the movie, so it would be very appropriate for Vince to be dressed up in there you the loincloth. Yeah, that, that would be culturally significant. That you At Silver Springs, <laughs> so it's a good historic area, you're in the loincloth, Diego's in the uh, skunk ape outfit, <laughs> And then uh, Megan could be the damsel in distress who uh, you guys come in and rescue while she's shooting monkeys out of the tree. 
All right. Do you know anyone who has property down there? That it's, has a, it's, permission? It's, it's, it's on the sovereign submerged lands. It's a pretty easy thing if you do it from the water. But it, the other thing is, is that if you do a little, what is that website? OXO? O, OX? Onyx. O, Onyx. Uh, you can look and see who the property owners are, and then you can contact them and say we're with uh, uh, Invasion U.S. What is it called again? Invasion Everglades, man. Oh, whatever. Man, and uh, Invasion Everglades, and we want to come and film an episode out there about the uh, monkeys, and we'd like to remove them from your property if that's okay. And, uh, you ever sure. eat monkey? Uh, I wouldn't no. eat the I wouldn't eat those herpes filled uh, critters if you paid me. <laughs> There's just no way whatsoever. So uh, I, cl- I, I cleaned an iguana the other day. I so. heard I heard a smidge of it on the podcast on Thursday, and I thought that was very intelligent of you that you just treated it like a like a small alligator. Did it the same exact way. Yeah, I did. Did you use so. a compressor and stick a little slit in there? And I, psh, pull I the didn't because I didn't have a compressor with me. But that's usually how I do a gator. Really? Vince yeah. is there. Just take a straw, put it in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. You only have paper straws in Pinellas County. It wouldn't work. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> About two minutes, we'd be dead. Yeah, if you had a plastic straw, it would probably work, but not the paper so, ones. So now y'all have a podcast you're doing. Yes, sir. You got Invasion Everglades. Yep. You got Live in the Water Life. Yep. You're going to get run into the ground. Nope. Because you got a real job, too. Yep. I sure do. I don't. You don't? (laughs) No. I have to find one now. Oh, so that means you're going to do all the work on the Everglades invasion. (laughs) No, Diego's involved in the the podcast. Diego's involved in the madness as well. So uh, a lot of that's going to probably fall on him. So the the editing and, yeah, I mean, I can't thank enough of everybody that's involved with all this. Toby, Megan, Diego. I mean, even you guys are part of it because we're here. Oh yeah, no, you know. I'm not. I'm not getting out there and doing that. I'll shoot the monkeys for you. I'll go out there. You're and not do gonna that go play with the snakes with me. I'm, I'm over snakes. I've been catching snakes all my life. That's <laughs> yeah. like been there, done that. You know. Yeah, we wouldn't yeah, want to make you look catching bad. Catching only like five foot long, dude. What dude. are you talking about? You, you, I grew up here, man. These were eight foot, nine foot rattlers. You know things that I, will kill I, I you. I grew up here with you too. Yeah, the, the, yeah, the, but you were at the beach. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, exactly. running bare, I'm running barefoot on oyster bars. Big difference. So yes, uh, there is. Well, now if you guys are going to go down there uh, on a regular basis, are you going with the same crew? Or are you going with the guys you went with this past weekend? Or we'll, we'll probably we have a few people down there that actually want to go out with us and do a few different things. So we'll, we're going to build a crew. But we're going to try some different people in between. Right. So, But you're going to go do other things around the entire state. You're not just going to concentrate. Of course. Of course. We're going everywhere. So when you do invasive species, are you guys going to all go get certified diving at the same time so you can go down and kill uh, lionfish or... uh, Maybe when Goliath Grouper opens I've up, already, right? Bill yeah. George, right? When it <laughs> yeah. opens up, Bill George, right? Bill They're George. not invasive. Uh, yeah. But that that, that had to come under the water life. Oh, that would be under living the water life, so yeah. that would be good. But are you going to ask guys, you're going to get Diego to get out there and get underwater and uh, scare uh, the crap out uh, of the kid? Or what? Of course. I did. Diego, we were talking about tiger sharks. Diego's like, I'll jump in. I'll get to, I'm like, bro, we don't have any sharks yet. No. You're not going in the water with a 16-foot tiger shark. Yeah, it's easy to say that while you're sitting in the back of a car while you're driving to the Everglades full of uh, natty natty ice. So, you know, it's pretty easy to do that. <laughs> but when it really, you see how big a 16-foot uh, uh, tiger, tiger shark yeah. is, uh, there's a whole lot of hurt on one end of that thing. I mean, don't get me wrong. I would love to get that footage. 
but I really need to keep my editor, producer, camera guy around <laughs> to help. Hey, yeah, some other kid just got bit, man. Bull Shark, you know, got her over there on the East Coast. Bull Shark got her 30. Yeah, got her out there. She was out there beyond Bull Shark 30, and that's what happens. You end up in the hospital. It's uh, not a good thing. You know, every time I go to the beach, you know, and I look, and I'm like, why are you people in the water? Uh, you know what Bull Shark 30 is? Because it's cool. Bull Shark 30 is like sunset. Oh. Dusk. Well, and then they swim with bait fish. Like, <laughs> why are you going to swim in the middle of a school of bait Look, fish? Like, How many people in the state of Florida get bit? Not that many, at least on, many on the West Coast. in the state of Florida in the water every day? A lot over on the West Coast. A lot. You a lot. had numbers, more yes. chance of getting wrapped up and <laughs> in, in, in drug in the water by a python than getting bit by a shark. Yeah. You think so? Depends on where so. you're standing. I don't think so. Yeah. If you're standing... And Vince wouldn't come help you. I can tell you that. <laughs> if his python was dragging her, I would help her. <laughs> but first he'd have to put down his fruity drink with the umbrella in it. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, darling. I'll be right there. I'll hold on just one more second. Take a deep breath. You'll be fine. I'll be there in just a moment. All right. Taking a fast break, you guys. Stay right there. If you want to call in on the show and get a part of this madness, go ahead. 888-404-1010. It's 888-404-1010. We are brought to you by the good friends out there at uh, Brandon Ford. Go see our boy Brooksy Hall out there and get yourself a brand new car or truck. We're going to take a quick one. We'll be back. The Big and Wild Outdoors, Braden Gunn. Bill George, Jonathan is out at the auction today, uh, buying all kinds of goodies out there at the uh, John Harris auction going on out at the CB's uh, Citrus Farm out there. There, uh, He bailed on us because Bales is here in the studio. Miss Megan Bales is here, as well as uh, Vince Noble. And, of course, once uh, Jonathan found out they were here, then he could go, Hey, is it all right if I go to the auction? Because... Uh, they're going to be there anyway, so uh, it's all good. Uh, apparently, he's going to give us a little bit of a call, maybe a little bit later on, be our on-site reporter. But I'm sure if he and his uh, crew are out there now, they're perusing over the equipment and going over it with a fine-tooth comb because uh, they're going to try to buy some stuff out there while they're, while they're I'm, there. I'm really curious how much that boat goes for. That, that, that would be a good live-in-the-water-life craft. Oh, yeah. You should try to get in on that one. It's an electric boat. It's hand-built mahogany. What is that boat? I mean, that thing is beautiful. Wow. It's got a no, bench in the back and a bench in the front, but it's all open. It's like one of those ones you'd see going down like... Uh, the Riviera. Yeah, the Riviera or something. I mean, it's like a little wow. motorcraft. How much is that? I don't know, but it's a it's, really pretty it's one. It's gone on auction, the highest bidder, whatever it is. If it's $10, it's $10. That's right. It's, really? uh, I yeah. mean, that'd be like a perfect boat for him to sip his little cocktail exactly. with the umbrella in it. You All know? right, young lady. Exactly. And, and, now. It, and <laughs> it's exactly. electric, so it wouldn't turn around and, and get in the way of the filming of the 
you know, that is little, true. Little selfie there. How know? perfect would that be? There's no, uh, you know, there's no four stroke or two stroke hanging off the back, you know, where you're screaming at Diego. Uh, the sound is horrible. The sound is horrible. I am not even nowhere near anything. No, like no, no, no. Listen, we will know when the episode comes out. Yes, you will. If you do not see a lot of him in it. It's true. You want to know? You want to know how much of a diva he is? Let's let's call his other ten cameramen that he's already gone through. <laughs> <laughs> well, hold on. Including his brother. No, my his bro- own brother. I will kill you. No, my brother has other things. That he was busy. I'm joking. That, that's a I'm nice joking. way of saying that. I'm joking. He had his brother out there doing it, and he's got a family and his own business, and he's trying to start his own dive thing and everything else. So, yeah, I yeah. can see. It's easier to dump your own brother than it is to, <laughs> to dump an employer. You know what I'm saying? So, well, it's all good. No, nah, Diego's not going anywhere. He's stuck. He, he's, he's amazing at what he does. Yeah. I don't know. We'll have to see his handiwork uh, during the monkey hunt. That's the one I'm shooting for. Uh, snakes? Yeah, I'm all good. Tegas? I want to see... Uh, the uh, Norwegian giant rats. Let's go get a few of those in the bag. You know, maybe a few thousand, kill a few of those bad boys. Uh, let's not forget the other invasive species around the state. The armadillo. Let's see you wipe out the fire ant population. That would be another good oh, one. Yeah. Whole episode <laughs> on fire ants. That would be uh, an awesome uh, one that you could go do out there. Uh, the Cuban anole lizard that's on every bush in the state of Florida is yep. also an invasive yep. species. Uh, you could try Cuban tree frogs. Yeah. Cuban tree frogs. Cane toads. Cane toads. Uh, I want to go down there and just do those eels, the Asian swamp eels. Yeah, they're the all over down there. They the brown fun. widows. The Egyptian. Uh, Egyptian, the Egyptian geese. geese. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, they're all on they're the east cool coast. Looking. They're delicious, from yeah. what I understand. But we're gonna. That's part of the show too. What the stuff that we go after, we're gonna eat. Is that one of the pictures that I saw? Was that one of the eels that the guy, one guy, yes, I don't sir. know who that was, that was holding up uh, one of the pictures? Yes, sir. Yep. Now, what? where did they come from? How did they get here? Well, we got Matt and so, Myron. Right? Um, people just had them and let them go, basically. What and the? so now they it's crazy. Like, they can survive pretty much anything. Um out of the they water? Have, oh, yeah. They have special gills, so they can survive, like, even if they're, like, in a lake or a swamp and it dries up. Oh, they're the kind of, like, dug, dig down in the mud and just curl up in a ball and live under the mud for, like, three or four months yeah, until they it rains can, again? Yeah, they can even survive, like, a hard freeze, too. Are you so, kidding me? Yeah. And now these people brought these things in and then decided uh, they didn't look good in the fish tank anymore, Maurice, so go dump them. Yeah. Pretty much. Well, There's a lot of them down there. They're every, everywhere you can find water. They're there. Well, if we have the next commission meeting in person, <coughs> they are actually dealing with invasive or potential to be invasive species and talking about prohibiting things from being kept um, and, and going through there. And they're talking about other species that probably should be on that list also and getting rid of some of this pet trade that that right. is bringing this in. So it it might be a good idea for y'all to go down and actually participate. I know Vince has something to do, but you know, if, if Diego and you could go to a commission meeting, it's very eye-opening for people to be able to see that process and how they are actually out there trying to do things that will protect the environment in the future. Uh, and prevent I, the next python or or from you getting know, here and getting loose. Well, you know, it's one of those things like the eel itself. You don't hear anything about those things at all. And I guarantee you they probably breed a lot faster than the pythons do. 
I'm now, sure. Now, what is what is their natural predator? Is it like caiman or where? I mean, where they are they have, from? Well, they're from uh, Asia. But You're right. They, they have no natural predators. So that'd be caimans, uh, you know, the little alligators Probably. with uh, sharp teeth and stuff. So I'm sure a bass take out a few of them and uh, some birds and things like that. But uh, the problem is, is that they reproduce with not a lot of natural predators. They're going to just expand like crazy. Right. And Do they live in salt water? No, they're uh, not they, can live, they can live in brackish. Yes. Oh, great. Yeah. yeah. Well, they can yeah. move. I mean, and they're everywhere. And what do you do with them? I guess well, we're going to eat them. Well, you know what? <laughs> that's UF's problem. I mean, that's their solution for everything. I mean, the green lip mussel, everything else that became invasive was like, you know, those are delicious. You know, you might want to give them a try. Here's a recipe right here on our website. Lionfish. <laughs> they've, they've had a million dollars a year for, for several years just to promote people getting lionfish. And then they are yep. delicious. You've eaten them. You they know, I've eaten amazing. them. And, and the thing is, is that uh, uh, for the most part, the recreational uh, diver has done a really good job of keeping them in out to about 60 feet of water. You know, they're pretty, you can't find them as readily as you used to. They're not as close. That's the, that's the good thing. But you talk to guys like Bill Hardman and stuff who are the deep, deep divers who go down, you know, 200 feet offshore, especially during the St. Pete Open. And uh, if they're structured down there, they're all over it. They're everywhere. Sad. So, and there's not very many people who can dive down that deep, or at least you know, do it a lot. I mean, uh, 200 feet. What's, what's your bottom time? Three minutes, five minutes tops. If, and, if that, and then you gotta that. you gotta start decompressing all the way back up again. So Unless you, you have double tanks, and then you're good. But even then, then, six minutes. Even then, you don't have very much time down there on no. the bottom. But. Um, uh, I think that's one of those ones where Noah and those others are going to have to get off their butts and approve those lionfish traps and start putting them out there to get them in. Uh, the it's a smart water. idea. I mean, it's it's such a good meat. The fish is an amazing fish. It is. It's delicious. Now, I've never had lionfish. Really? So what? Nope, I've never had it. You got to get out of the cave a little bit more, there, sister. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Uh, no, I mean, uh, what are you guys going to do? What what? Whippy recipe the Adobe come up with for these eels because I don't like eel very much unless it's smoked. Toby, Toby's I'm, gonna be the master when it comes to the cooking, dude. Listen, let, that's all him. I when have no it idea. comes to eels, I would think um, something in the linguine sauce or a linguine noodle, you know, oh, yeah. a long, thin, flat noodle uh, would go good, like, like, a, like, a, like a seafood uh, alfredo, yeah, kind a little of type. alfredo yeah. with a linguine uh, noodles. Yeah, that's yeah. disgusting. I'm thinking smoking them, wrapping them in bacon. Yeah, that would be good. Now that I would I mean, go for. I mean, anything wrapped in bacon is good. So. <laughs> I just when you put when you when you know the, you think of the eel and then you think of something like an Alfredo sauce, those two things just don't seem. Yeah, good. It didn't they're considered a delicacy in Asia. So well, tell them to sure. come over here and catch all the damn delicacies they want. <laughs> there you go. How about hey, that? We can start the import export business. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Can you can you get them on hook and line, or do you have to catch them by hand or net them? Or oh, line? it's fun to catch them by hand. So. We're gonna we're gonna get Vince down there next. Can't you time. do some sort of like little crab Listen. trap or something? I'm sure down you there can, but shove it's, it's more in. fun to catch him by hand. I don't care. I <laughs> want to get him out of there. I, I don't, don't see him doing a lot of hands-on first oh, line of what? action. You know, you just <sighs> I'm, Man, I'm I'm glad this I'm is regular some, radio because I'm really holding my tongue right I, now. I, I, I'm, <laughs> oh, hey, I'm just saying. Toby just said smoked eel dip. That's oh, that, that would be awesome, would be yeah. like a folks, like a fish yes. spread. That would be. That, I would that's that's a good. great idea. Jump all over that bad boy. Yeah, that'd be good. Roll them up in like a California roll. Yeah, that'd be good too. What was that noise? 
Nothing. <laughs> you have to do that when you do a roll? No, That's I'm, his just, diva I'm just looking at the way he was moving his fingers because that wasn't a California roll no, roll. That was a, uh, cheek, that was a cheek and chong roll. <laughs> Different kind of smoke deal, I'm sure. We'd have to get Justin on the phone for that one. Yeah, I'm sure there is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is, see the madness that you're going to be a part of, Diego, now that you've seen it through the glass and being a quiet partner over on the other side, you might want to rethink the whole entire tool deal. It's her, Stop it's, uh, chasing our guy away, It's man. his turn to catch a python now. I thought he already caught one. No. Did, you not, did you not let I him do one? I asked him, you want to do it? And there was bleep, bleep, no. Are you kidding me? You're sitting here talking about you'll jump on a tiger shark, but you won't grab some slimy old uh, python, five-footer, six-footer? I, I would have done it. still him. needs to catch one, too. Yes. Vince, Vince. catches first. Oh, is that yeah. what it is? The host I'm not going to do it. The host must go first. <laughs> I'm not gonna do it till you. Do when it. I when I when I had the one by the tail, he was in front of me filming, <laughs> and all like, I could see. I'm was done. Me. I'm done. He goes. He looks at me. Don't drop it. Don't drop it. Don't drop it. Because it was right in front, and that snake. You know, he's striking. It's not like they can move very fast. Uh, I mean, they don't move like the, black racers. This man. one was moving pretty fast. No, he meant on the ground. On the no, ground. Oh, he was still moving. No, I mean, it tra- oh man, it was it was hilarious. Wait, I wish wait, you guys could have seen wait. it. I'm, I'm sure. I'm hoping that we do see it. Are we going to see it? See it well, you're going to be able to see it because Invasion Everglades, as of last night, I had a great long talk with Julie McQueen over at Carbon TV. Mm-hmm. And now we have an exclusive deal with Carbon TV with Invasion Everglades. Now, so is this going to be a competing show for your regular show or are you going to have two sp- separate times? I mean, we're going to have two separate shows. I mean, it's on demand. You can watch anytime you want. So there's no sure. you know, fighting for time slot. You know, mm-hmm. We can do it whenever. It's just a spinoff show of Living the Water Life, so now we are exclusive with two shows on Carbon TV. Well, that's good, because now you get another chance to wear your little camo pants. You know, I did not come on this show to get my, (laughs) you know what, busted. I'm going to go down and catch snakes. I need to be invisible. Look, yeah, we're riding go. in a truck on a levee. Yeah, you don't I want need to be invisible. You or smell you. Yeah, you know, you you cover be, scent. You know. you know, you bust my chops when I don't have the right stuff. Then when I get the right stuff, I still get my chops busted. You know what it is? It's because you don't pick the right outfit for the adventure that you're going on. You show up to go gator hunt with flip flops and shorts on. That's what I. Which is I what you. Sh- which is what you should have shown up with to go out and hunt uh, pythons with. You've seen Dusty Crumb out the, there. He's you know, barefooted. Well, I'm not Dusty, and I'm not barefooted, and I'm not getting eaten up by mosquitoes, so I'm wearing pants. They have this stuff that you shake a little can, and you hit the little button on the top, and it goes, Psss. Yeah, we had that. And it, and it makes them go away. We had that. It's crazy how Don't it you worry about what I wear. Okay, fine. Especially that outfit you got on today. All right, we got to take Mom, a break. You're just jealous. Eddie, Eddie, chime on in. It's top of the hour. <laughs> It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. We got hour number three coming up. Are you guys staying or will we chase you off enough? Uh, if you're going to bust my chops, so hey. Then you'll stay. Good. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Big and Wild Outdoors. We're brought to you by Brandon Ford. You can call the show if you'd like to, 888-404-1010, 888-404-1010. If you got a question for Megan or Vince or Diego or Bill about gator hunting or anything else like that, uh, we'll, we'll answer your question. Don't search the internet. Get it straight from the horse's mouth. It's all good. It's right here. The Big and Wild Outdoors. We'll be back. <laughs> 